Good evening, Eretsu. It is I, Mardine, and welcome to the Golem Arcana Podcast. This episode is made possible thanks to a listener like you. Tonight, it is time to talk about the upcoming third Durrani expansion, The Champions of the Western Wind. Uh, this expansion will finally catch the Durrani up to the third wave of golems uh, already released for the other three arcana. You can look for it next month uh, on February 17th. Those golems will be live in the app a week before they release on the 17th, so you can check them out in the army builder and start thinking about how you might want to configure your armies using these new golems. Uh, and remember, if your preferred local game store doesn't have the Champions in the Western Wind on the shelves come release day, you can always ask the staff to order you a copy. Today, let's do our usual uh, review process, starting with the War Sprite, the Mountain Howler. And uh, a funny little War Sprite it is. It's got a relatively small amount of health, but good dodge and movement, and a solid generic melee attack, so as a kind of general use war sprite, it's, it's fairly decent. But what sets it apart is its attack, the Vortex, um, which costs 2 action points, has 80 accuracy, deals a little 15 damage, and has short 1 range. But it displaces its target up to two regions, so this is one of those powerful chosen displacement abilities with extra displacement range. And, here's the uh, kicker, it gets an additional 20 accuracy and deals no damage if you target allied golems with it. So Vortex is both an excellent displacement attack to use just to disrupt enemies as usual, but perhaps more importantly, you can use it to give your allied golems a boost. This is almost as powerful as some of the movement boosting relics uh, we've already seen, and in a way it's more valuable because it's repeatable. It's going to be very useful to move up your sluggish titans in particular, uh, or give already fast golems an extension of their range to make surprise strikes or reach objectives before your opponent's golems are able to catch up. I anticipate this will see fairly extensive use, though it will take a little figuring out for folks to determine uh, what the optimal use is, but because the War Sprite offers a good balance of general usability with this specialized ability, uh, I think it's going to be warmly welcomed right off the bat. Also, no doubt, soon to be either a favorite or uh, make the most hated list my pick out of this expansion, the Ogre, the Storm Shot. I've been excited about this golem for months uh, since I learned uh, what the gist of its abilities would be while it was in the uh, design phase. Uh, it's the sniper golem we've been waiting for. We had the ranged-centric fire ram from the beginning, but whereas that is sort of the mortar, uh, storm shot is definitely 
the sniper, and in case there was any doubt about that, its first attack is called Sharpshooter. It costs 2 action points and has 85 accuracy for 30 damage at a staggering 4 range, which is just about as far as anything goes in this game. And it ignores the target's armor completely if the storm shot hasn't moved yet when you use the attack. This is clearly bonkers. It will be great for taking down Colossi, but it will be completely devastating against regular golems. Even those without a great deal of armor in the first place will definitely feel the extra hurt of not being protected by what armor they do have when this hits them from so far away that there is almost no chance they can do anything about it immediately. And with very high accuracy, there is a nice chance of it hitting uh, much of the time. The second attack, Thunderbolt, costs one action point, has 70 accuracy for 25 damage at 3 range, and gets an additional 10 damage if the target isn't in cover. So if uh, an opponent runs out into open terrain, storm shot for a nice cheap one action point is sending a 35 damage attack at that golem. So just the threat of the extra damage from this one is going to make your opponent think twice about every move, uh, especially since the range will be hard to avoid. Both its attacks are quite devastating. Obviously the Golem combos insanely well with Vitan Rahita, the knight that gives a Durrani Golem an additional 30 accuracy if it hasn't moved yet, uh, so you can expect that pair to be as common as uh, Suvitra Hardchild on the Winged Vanguard. Uh, I plan to combine it with the Stone of Parvada relic, which produces a hill uh, out of nowhere, so you can just get it up on a hill without even having to move uh, and extend the storm shot's range by an additional region. Uh, don't forget also that one of the recently released new ancient ones, uh, one of the prizes for the last league block, which if you didn't win it during the league play will uh, become available in the near future. One of these new ancient ones is a hill specialist, so uh, you could devise a whole elevation-centric strategy around the storm shot. Um, but it will be important to remember that the storm shot is definitely a specialist golem. It doesn't have uh, any melee attacks, and it costs a couple action points to move, so and of course it loses the advantage uh, of Sharpshooter's uh, armor-piercing ability after it moves for the turn. So it will require good frontline support to use properly. It will need to be protected, and you can bet your opponent will quickly recognize it is a high-priority target. Uh, so strategies will adapt to take the Storm Shot down uh, if it... If it starts making a mark, shall we say, in games. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is the APV of this golem uh, is not known yet. Uh, the rebalance is in progress, 
And in any case, we'll see what comes out when this golem becomes available in the app on February 10th, the week before its release date. One way or another, though, you can expect the Storm Shot to cost a lot because it packs a very significant punch uh, and it will not come cheap in terms of army building. So 500 point armies that want to use a Storm Shot may end up spending the lion's share of their points on that golem. Speaking of packing a punch, we come to the titan of this expansion, the Siege Mammoth. The Mammoth has big health, big armor, and is an area of effect boss. Uh, so to start with, all of its attacks ignore intervening cover. That's its passive ability. So it's gonna wreak some havoc regardless of the terrain your opponent tries to put between it and its targets. It has three uh, fascinating attacks. Entrapping Mines costs two action points, has 85 accuracy, does zero damage, and has four range and is area of effect. So no damage from the attack itself, but it's Mines, as the name suggests. So what it does do is set up a three round 15 damage, damage over time attack. And uh, while that effect is in place, enemy golems in the region add one action point to the cost to leave the region. So it's a nasty little uh, trap uh, that will inflict quite a bit of damage on any golem stuck in there for the whole three round duration. Next you have Mana Mortar uh, at a hefty three action points with 75 accuracy, 30 damage, and three range area of effect, uh, which gets an additional 10 damage if there is a blessing and or a curse in the target region. And just to be clear, it gets 10 damage if there's a blessing, or 10 damage if there's a curse, or 10 damage each if there's a blessing and a curse. So this is meant to hate on uh, any Ancient One Reliant strategies that uh, put down blessings and curses. If your opponent attempts to turtle on a blessing or something to create some kind of combo, uh, that opponent is going to get punished for it if you use Mana Mortar. And finally, Adaptive Volley at a very economical one action point for 80 accuracy, 30 damage, 2 range, also area of effect, is just a straightforward attack, except that it becomes melee if enemy golems are in the Siege Mammoth's region. So it's just a regular ranged area of effect attack with a you know, moderate two range, but if your opponent tries to get in melee with the Mammoth to harry it, this attack changes to melee and allows the Mammoth to fend off attackers up close. This I find particularly intriguing uh, just because it's a very new and different kind of ability than anything we've seen before. Uh, it gives the Mammoth a nice bit of flexibility and enables it to defend itself while still being a ranged focused unit, uh, which is quite a strength. 
and a strong golem it is, but I predict that this is another one that requires being used well um, rather than just charging in and, and firing away with its attacks. You, you need to optimize when you use them to get the most out of their special effects and also to avoid racking up cooldown on more expensive attack abilities. Uh, but the Mammoth promises to be very hard to deal with for those opponents who face it down when uh, its controller knows how to use it. And those are the Champions of the Western Wind. As you might guess, I'm very much looking forward to this Durrani expansion coming online. I've got a bunch of plans for ways to try and use the Storm Shot in particular, um, but I'm also really eager to see what people put together in terms of displacement tricks with the Mountain Howler or uh, long-range bombardment strategies using the Mammoth. In any case, again, Champions of the Western Wind comes out February 17th, and uh, may it serve my fellow Durrani commanders well. Meanwhile, you can keep up with my golem-related shenanigans on Twitter at Mardine of Chatsuk, on Tumblr at mardineofchatsuk.tumblr.com, and of course, on the Golem Arcana forum. Many thanks for listening, Iretsu, and once again, good evening. <laughs>